0: Okay, Larry, it's time for the theme song.
1: If you like to talk to tomatoes, yeah. if a squash can make you smile, <laughs> if you like to waltz with potatoes, Hello, up Hello, and sir. down the produce aisle, have we got a show for you? Hello, Broccoli, celery, gotta beans, greens, Cauliflower, sweet and
0: sour. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Where's Pod, where I'm scared, and everyone a episode, a podcast where everyone wants a rubber ducky.
2: Hmm. hmm. I do want a rubber ducky.
0: Yeah, but I only want my rubber ducky.
1: Oh,
0: and your rubber ducky. Wait, what? And you, Luke, <laughs> my co-host. Yeah, your rubber
1: ducky. But but it but I have this one. It's mine.
0: And it will join the one I've already stolen from our guest, Dan.
2: How could you do that to me? This is, I I paid very hard for that.
1: You <laughs> paid very hard for it. You have no idea how hard he paid for this ducky. He just like slammed the money down. Yeah, the countertop cracked against the impact of his dollars. <laughs> yeah. And I've... he had to pay a fine for that. This was an expensive <laughs> duck. It was all coins. This is nothing. It is a Fabergé d- uh, duck. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. We found a joke. We did okay. it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> What, what? But
0: yeah, we're here to talk about Veggie Tales. Oh, okay,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember now.
0: <laughs> and that means Dan. Yes. I have a question. Uh, what's your deal with God?
2: All right. This is gonna get a little weird. You can stop me whenever. It's not. I don't think it's gonna get like bummery, but just this is a little weird.
1: All right. All right. Okay.
2: To open this up, my. I, my parents divorced when I was very young. I've only ever known my mom's side of the family. My mom's side of the family has, she has eight siblings and four of them are LGBT. Uh, one lesbian, two bi people, and one gay man. Uh, because of this, the general religion we go for is Episcopalian because they're cool with gay people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mm-hmm. I want you to keep in mo- this in mind because, uh, in contrast to how my personal experience with religion goes, so, I, my family, me, my mom, and my sister didn't really go to church because my sister is developmentally disabled and wasn't really able to behave in a church setting. I gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so, what I mostly learned about religion I learned from pop culture In fact, I would say I know more about God through The Simpsons than I do from any Bible verse. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. So, because of this, I know that hell is a place that exists. And as a child with then-undiagnosed anxiety issues, I was terrified of the idea of accidentally going to hell. Uh Uh Uh-huh. So, I developed this uh, intense fear of hell which gradually turns into an intense fear of God, which gradually grows into an intense hatred of God for creating hell as a place that people could be sent to. Right. Uh, the, I do want to note, like, at one point I tried, I thought maybe if I read the entire Bible I could go to heaven, but that didn't happen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, it's a tough read. Mm. It's dense. A <laughs> lot of words.
0: <laughs> uh, G- we Just like in the beginning, it's like, oh boy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I had a bit of a weird atheist phase, but really it was less God isn't real and more thank God God doesn't exist and can't send me to hell.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's understandable.
2: <clears throat> uh, let's see. What else did I want to note? Eventually, I have... I, like, learned about, like, other religions, and I learned about, like, uh, I can't, Gnosticism. Oh, sure. I'm not really committed to any religion. I just have my own personal set of beliefs, which I call, uh, this is, I call it agnostic Gnosticism. Okay, sure. I don't know if God is real, but if he is, he must suck, because... I don't think this world would exist if it were created by a loving God.
1: That's... You can definitely take that tack. Hmm. Uh
2: So, uh I assume you want to ask my history with VeggieTales.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: So, this one's a little different. So, I didn't... Like I said, no real church-going experience. So, I don't really... I I didn't really have to watch them. I watched them because, well, me, my mom, and my sister would often go to this library as a kid, and we would often spend a lot of time in the kids' section. I remember reading a lot of Nintendo Power. Uh, My sister was, like, picking up VHS tapes, and at some point she picked up a couple VeggieTales tapes, and normally I didn't like the stuff she watched because, you know, it's for kids, and I'm at that point where I hate stuff that's for kids. Right, but right. Surprisingly I find ve- I find VeggieTales surprisingly entertaining.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: And then like I remember like we would go to Blockbuster and I'd like take out VeggieTales tapes and learn more about VeggieTales. Like I just got into it of my own volition. Uh, eventually I like
0: are you, are you saying that you're a veghead?
2: Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, so, eventually I grow older, I lose interest in cartoons, I eventually regain interest in cartoons, but not really looking into VeggieTales. I remember once, like, reading a TV Tropes article because I needed to know what the hell happened to VeggieTales in the several years since I last checked on them. Uh... There is a Lord of the Rings episode. There is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do also want to note that I have, like, occasionally seen, like, brief pockets of the VeggieTales fandom. Or, like, people who would consider themselves unironic VeggieTales fans. It's it's honestly kind of nice. Uh, I don't think I saw anything weird. I Well, nothing that wasn't deliberately weird. Like... I know this person, I knew this one person on Tumblr who, as a joke, would, like, edit screen caps of VeggieTales so that they had, like, hands. Uh, It was, like, tried to make it look like it would fit with the style, but it's still VeggieTales with hands.
1: Yeah, that's, I don't like it. Uh, Mm -hmm. Let's see. Also, I found out, like, people, I think people ship Larry with Archibald. Okay. Uh, I mean, I guess if you're gonna yeah. ship anyone, it's either Larry and Bob or Larry and Archibald. Yeah. Yeah. Uh
2: that's most that's pretty much everything I have to say about Veggie Tales and Yeah.
1: Yeah. Alright. Yeah. Although honestly, I will say this episode, uh I, I'd make the argument it sort of subtly I, makes the case for Larry and Jerry. Yeah. Hmm. Both in Do- terms of the intro, which we're about to cover, and the silly song, I think uh, I think Larry has certain preferences. Do you? And uh, I'm just saying, Jerry, it, among the VeggieTale friends, Jerry's got a pretty big caboose. Well, all right, then. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, if Larry likes manatees, and he does, hmm. you know... I, Gord isn't like a manatee at all,
2: really, but, you know. <laughs> I didn't see that comparison, but I guess I'd probably talk about that when we get to the Silly Song.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll get there. We've got a surprisingly long intro to get through first. Hmm. Yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. I guess we should talk about the first thing here, which is that they've uh, vastly upgraded the visuals of the show with this episode. Oh, yeah.
2: I was wondering yeah. if you had already gotten to that point. I remember when watching them that after a certain point there was a big upgrade.
1: Yeah, this is the episode where that happens. Yeah, this mm. is it.
2: Yeah, it's it's an interesting look. Uh, at, when I was a kid, mm. I liked the older one, but
1: it's it's an interesting look.
2: Yeah, I it feel it's a little
1: too bloomy for my taste. Yeah, there's a little bit of light bloom going on. It's a much softer lighting. The The older episodes have like a very kind of harsh, just bright lighting on the kitchen counter, which I kind of feel like looks more like a kitchen counter to me. Hmm. But I get where you would, like, hey, you've got the toys, you're gonna play with them, let's let's do some some less uh, stark lighting.
0: It definitely feels like they got a new animation program. Uh, they did, this is animated in Maya,
1: as opposed to whatever oh, okay. they were using before. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to see... Okay, yeah, so Larry Boy and the Rumor Weed came out July of 1999. This was April of 2000, so almost a full year since their last uh, video release. Like, not even a compilation in between them or anything. So, I think that's what they're referring to when Bob's like, I've had a break, I'm back now! <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Uh But this opens up with... Uh, Well, like every episode with Bob the Tomato and Larry the Cucumber, right, Ashley? Yeah, just um, our good friend Lawrence and... Robert.
0: Robert, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
2: Yeah, yeah. They look a bit off. I think uh, Bob's put on a little bit, but it's okay. I'm not going to shame him. Uh, Lawrence's eyes look a bit different.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It it looks kind of like the... Gourds are holding up cardboard cutouts in front of their faces. I mean, that's obviously not what's going on, but it's what it looks like. I'm sure it's just them getting used to the new animation system. You know, that'll all get worked out uh, in the future.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, Luke, this is just the new camera. Like, it's like when we switched to HD from S.
1: Right. And you had to relearn how to do like lighting and makeup.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah that makes sense. Uh, this is
0: what, like, if we... It's not what they actually look like, but it is, like, what the camera actually sees. But then they have to, like, lear- relearn how to do this. <laughs> right. Uh,
1: Jimmy and Jerry are pulling a fast one here. What? <laughs> they're, uh, yeah, they are got cardboard cutouts. Um, I'm a little upset by the fact that Jimmy's bob cutout is, like... It's got a, a face hole cut out so he can talk through it. And he's just got it, like... He's poked his eyes through it, and it's resting on top of his bulbous eyelids, and I don't like it.
2: Honestly, that one didn't bother me. I sort of rolled with it. I'm more bothered by Jerry just cutting out the eyes, so yeah. you can just see only his eyes. It's And it like a drawn-on nose and smile. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He wanted to embody Larry.
1: Right. Uh, they... Are not good at this, and they're very uh, stammery and mumbly, and this goes on for a while. Yeah, I In- yeah it. This whole
2: opening segment, which by the time it fully ends and we get into the show proper, is like eight minutes. Yeah,
1: it's a lot. It's it's a lot of them just being like, yeah. So then, um. So this kid who sent us uh, mail, they thought uh, it's that for like three minutes straight.
0: And like we've talked about, how we kind of like that kind of stammering, kind of weird style of comedy. Yeah, they from maybe show. pushed
1: that to the furthest extreme they ever have, and maybe a little too far.
0: Yeah, I I, I think they did. Yeah. Uh
2: honestly, but yeah, uh, Bob and Larry come in. They're like, "What the fuck." Uh, and then they do, like, a segment, like, a fake cartoon. It, I, let me,
1: I just yeah, it turns to into, like, Jimmy and Jerry just really want a chance to do this. They tell Bob, like, oh, you need a break. We're just trying to help. Uh, and Jerry even wrote a whole short just for this, and we filmed it and everything. Uh, and Jerry <laughs> has, uh, prepared... a a short story for us. The Englishman that went up the hill and came down with all the bananas, I believe is what it is called.
0: Yes. Uh. Uh, Yeah, uh. The assassination of... (laughs) Yeah, by the coward.
1: The assassination of the Englishman what has all the bananas by the coward, the Swedeman who... what has all the strawberries. Uh, Yes. Uh... They say that it's supposed to be a story to teach kids not to be selfish, and it is, again, a very slowly paced uh, little one-act play where the shallot is a fancy Englishman with a big pile of bananas, and he's stolen them all from everybody, and he won't give them back, and he won't even eat them because he has to have strawberries to eat bananas with. And then there's a Swede next to him, played by Jerry, who says, all of the same dialogue, but replace banana with strawberry and vice versa. Yeah. And then they both ask if they can borrow a piece of fruit from the other, and they both say no, and it ends.
0: Yeah. The, I feel like the entire time, uh, Jimmy or Jerry is like behind the camera just going, mm.
1: like, stretch it out. Stretch it out more. Yeah. yeah. Uh And then they, like, just act like, all right, our job's done. Let's wrap this episode up. And they go over to do a Bible verse from QWERTY. <laughs> oh, and I,
0: QWERTY's
2: not even on. No. I wondered when I was watching this if, like, QWERTY wasn't plugged in because there's, like, a wall outlet next to QWERTY. But no. It, like, at the end of the episode when QWERTY's actually on, the plug isn't in. It's. Just like that.
1: I choose to believe Cordy is absolutely powered on uh, and is just refusing to cooperate. Yeah. With this horse shit. I do like that we get cutaways to Bob and Larry being like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that was happening. good. Uh,
2: I, do like, I did like that the moral is i just holding up a sign that says don't be selfish.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Bible yeah.
2: would be a lot less wordy if it were more direct like this.
1: That's true. Uh, they're about to just like cut to credits when Bob breaks and is like, "No, no, no," uh, and is going to do the proper Veggie Tales for all of us. Yes, they're mm. like, "No, we we already filmed a fucking movie." <laughs> oh, <laughs> did they already
2: make the movie?
0: That's what I was, like, I'm saying that, like, no, we, we already, on our holiday, we, like, filmed this entire medieval
1: thing. Right. <laughs> We're airing this. <laughs> this is, uh, mmm. listen, we can't always give, go back to this well, but yet again, this episode confuses me about how this show works and the internal rules of its universe. Because Jimmy <laughs> and Jerry seem to imply that all these stories are prepared in advance, but then they're always like, oh, yeah, I remember this thing that happened to me. Or, like, like sometimes they're rolling a film, sometimes, like, the studio transforms. It's just never the same thing twice, and I don't get it. You'll,
2: I think you'll learn to accept it at some point. Um, yeah, probably. I'm getting there, honestly. <laughs> I'm we, getting beaten down enough. We do know that I, the world of vegetables is a chaos dimension.
1: Yeah, that's true. The yeah. Chaos Dimension Theory really does kind of let all this slide. Uh, I will say, something I did appreciate,
0: and I touched that they did not need, huh. was when you the gourds look a- around at Cordy, Uh-oh. you can see that they have, like, residue spray paint from making their costumes on the back of it. Oh, that's good. And oh. it's not like, it's not just like, oh, it's like kind of there. Like you know, it's like oh, it's just like part of it clipping through. It's like no, it is like clearly, like like some spray paint that like kind of like
1: yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like bleeding through.
2: That's neat. Yeah, it's a good touch. They've got a bit. They've got a better animation budget. They gotta do what they can.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a new millennium, baby. Yeah, I mean, they've already been kind of like weirdly good at like those little touches. Yeah, you'll always see like, man, they spent a lot of time on this tiny insignificant detail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I'll say one thing about the new animation system. Larry can be a lot more wiggly now, and I don't know how I feel about it. I man, really I- like he works his hips now in a way that I'm not entirely comfortable with. Luke, imagine
0: it, if he got stuck in that hole from that episode now.
2: Yeah, yeah, it would it would be uncomfortable. Imagine Larry oh, going flaccid. No, I won't. <laughs> you no, can't. I think this me. is like
0: we should investigate.
1: <laughs> I mean, he kind of does when he sits on the couch later. <laughs> That's true, and he kind of did go
0: flaccid with the uh, Larry boy. Yeah. Yeah. Where he saw his little cucumber butthole.
2: I definitely <laughs> did not see that. No, this wasn't
0: another episode, no, don't that worry. Was, yeah, that was, that was last week. Oh my god.
1: Anyhow, it's uh, yeah. it's time for King George and the Ducky. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, we're all, you know, it's a magical kingdom... Larry is the king, but, uh, he doesn't like doing any king stuff. He just wants to take baths with his rubber ducky all the time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And honestly,
1: who Who doesn't? Who doesn't?
2: Damn, I... I could go for a bath. Just...
1: Hmm. Yeah. Uh... Bob is Lewis, his advisor, who is, uh, you know, kind of put upon, wants to get him out of that dang bath so he can do king stuff.
2: Yeah, uh, like, they establish, like, the kingdom's at war.
1: Right, it's it's in the middle of the Great (laughs) Pie War, and we do see just a pea soldier getting hit in the face with a pie. Now, what, what flavor of pie would you say this is?
2: Hmm, let me look at this. Okay, yeah, uh yeah, take your time study it closely uh, it looks like
1: hmm, I would say blueberry, yeah, I maybe would blueberry. also say blueberry,
2: yeah, maybe There's a blueberry blackberry? on the cast of the show could be blackberry that it, mm. it also could just be vet could be this you it could didn't you like say something about like just like vegetables that are them-sized, si- like...
1: Listen, like, we say a lot of things. <laughs> they are
2: equal to... vegetables that would be vegetables to us, to them. I right. can't phrase it right, but...
1: No, I know what you mean. Yeah, uh, I guess. I don't know. I feel like this is the first time that I have seen a food stuff. Made out of the exact same thing that a sentient character on this show is made out of.
0: We have not had a corn
1: character. Right, yeah, there's not... Even, like, the big crowd shots last time, there was no corn man. Hmm. But now we have a blueberry pie, and I don't like it.
2: I was weirded out by the way it dripped down the sol- pea soldier's face.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's very chunky. Honestly, it's probably uh, the exact same like stuff as the slushy from like the Jericho episode. Yeah, just less glittery. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But yeah, Larry has a big long song about how he loves his duck, and Bob is just trying to make him care about anything, and he refuses.
0: Yeah. Why? Why would he do anything else?
1: Yeah. Yeah. But play with his duck. <laughs> yeah. I. Yeah.
2: I just want to mention that I. Re- This episode, I never watched it because I guess the blockbuster didn't have it, but Uh uh, I do have, like, memories of seeing commercials and this one being, like, the commercial showing all the different cartoons they had. Yeah. Uh, It was like a catalog thing, and I just always wondered what this episode was like because I never got to see it in full until now.
1: Well, what do you think?
2: I don't think I enjoy it much now as I would have liked it then.
1: <laughs> Weird. Uh, yeah, I I know I haven't seen this, but the, the Love My Duck song and also the Silly Song in this one, I think I've heard before and I don't know where I would have.
2: I know where I heard the song. It was, uh-huh. there was like, I know that it was probably in one of the Silly Song collections, Uh Like, they had, like, several sing-along tapes, I remember.
1: Sure. Yeah, uh, this song, like, it's fairly long, and they rhyme a lot of words with duck. How many times did they have to cross out fuck when they were writing this? (laughs) Hmm. Probably a good amount, and there's also
0: some real bad rhymes that they do that they do make fun of. (laughs) Yeah, 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 there's a lot
1: of, like... Not really using real words and then making fun of Larry for not using real words. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Larry is singing this song, he spots something in the village below his castle. Uh, he makes Bob give him a quarter to turn on like a set of binoculars.
2: Yeah, a viewfinder. Yeah.
1: Which I like that he, he's like, hey, give me a quarter. And then the quarter has his face on it. This is an alright little gag. Yeah. And uh, Junior Asparagus, whose name is Thomas in this for some reason, Mm -hmm. uh, is, like, across the way singing the exact same song in his humble little, like, wash basin with his little rubber ducky.
2: Hmm. Yeah. uh, I've been wondering, I kept wondering this as we watched, and it's just going to get more harrowing as this goes on. Is Thomas a kid or an adult? Uh, he's a kid, I think Yeah
0: they, they use the term man for him later, but Yeah I think that is more in the Yeah Like, just referring to His j also,
1: that we have Pushed this boy to war, so we cannot Uh, would y'all like to know the Bible story this is based on? Absolutely God, yes. <laughs> Okay, that seems like as good a time as any to get into this So this is based on the story of David and Bathsheba uh, where King David, uh, you know, uh, sees, uh, a woman Bathsheba bathing and, uh, get like is driven to lust for her and they fuck. Uh, yeah, but she's, as you do, she, as you do, she is married and her husband is away at war. Mm-hmm. Oh dang, you hate to hear it. right? And David's like, ah, jeez. uh, she gets pregnant from their fuck. Uh and David's yeah. like, Ah ah shit, now everyone's gonna know that I banged a married lady. This is this ain't good. Uh so at first he tries to he like invites her husband back home from the war. He's like, Listen, buddy, you've been out there fighting. Why don't you why don't you have a nice night with your wife, you know, unwind and he's like, No, that's that's against the like Customs, you know, I'm not supposed to sleep in my own bed until the war is over, so no, I'm, I'm, I'm a good loyal person, so I will not do that. He's like, ah, yeah. shit, son of a... Mm. <laughs> so then he gets the idea that he's going to... He gives this man, <laughs> whose wife he's had sex with, a message to give to, like, his commander. And the guy, like, alright, yeah, you're the king, you got it. And he goes and gives it to him, and then it turns out the message says to put him on the front lines. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh-huh. He is killed in the battle. Okay. Uh, and David's like, all right, all taken care of. No problems anymore. No one's gonna get mad at me. I can just uh, have Bathsheba as as one of my wives now. And then a prophet comes to him and tells him the story of the, the sheep and the lamb that we're gonna get into in this. Mm-hmm. And uh kind of plays out in a similar way. Except, you know, he can't... Uh, the, the guy died, so, you know. Yeah. Hmm. So he, he confesses his sins, and uh, the, his punishment is that the baby that is born uh, from their affair uh, dies very shortly after being born, which seems like punishment for the baby more than punishment for King David, but who am I to tell God what to do? <laughs> Uh, and then also, uh, later on in life, his, uh, uh, w- one of his sons, who I think had, like, rightful claim to the throne, dies, uh, after, like, inciting a horrible war. Uh, and then Bathsheba's second son, uh, from David is Solomon, who goes on to be another king. Hmm. Yeah. People know that guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: It does seem like... David mostly yeah. got away with this one.
1: Right, yeah. uh huh. Let's see. what. Uh, let, let me look at what Wikipedia says. Let's see. Ba-ba-ba. Where's Absalom in this? You have to look in, like, post-cucking. Yeah, here we go. <gasps> David's punishment came to pass years later when one of David's much-loved sons, Absalom, led an insurrection that plunged the kingdom into civil war. Moreover, to manifest his claim to be the new king, Absalom had sexual intercourse in public with ten of his father's concubines, Whoa. which could be considered a direct tenfold divine retribution for David's taking the woman of another man in secret. Okay, so cocky, yes. <laughs> yeah, uh huh. He got countercucked by his own son. Shut the Damn, fuck up, you, King David. I'm your going own to fuck people. your wife now. <laughs> Anyway, Uh, that's that's what they're adapting for
0: VeggieTales. Luke, when you're editing this, just title this episode Biblical Cucking,
1: please. Okay. That's a good title. Yeah, all right. Uh, (laughs) We, uh... Obviously, there is, you know, a lot of implicit uh, patriarchy in the Bible story. I feel like replacing... Bathsheba, with a literal object in the VeggieTales version, maybe uh, takes it even further in some ways. Puts it very much on the nose. Yeah, like, obviously, there's no, there's, there's, they they take all the sex out of this, and they they would have to do that, it's for little kids. Uh, Although, mm, I might question whether they needed to do this story on VeggieTales in the first place, but if you're gonna, obviously, gotta take the sex out. Replacing the woman that he has sex with with uh, a toy <laughs> seems seems like not a great look. Hmm. I, would have I don't know, that's that just me. Until
2: Especially me because,
0: because what it implies about the person the toy is being stolen from. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Go on. That they are in fact a child. Yeah, yeah. but you know, mm-hmm. when you don't cut out other parts of the story... Right.
1: Gets kind of weird. It's all hmm. a little weird. All right, then. Uh, but anyhow, uh, the main shallot shows up. He is uh, the king's general in this version of the story. And... Uh, basically lays out they're losing the war and they desperately need more men and King George really wants Thomas's duck. I don't know where they got the name Thomas, by the way. The guy's name in the Bible is Uriah. I'm not I don't know if I'm saying that right. It's definitely not pronounced Thomas. There's no T's in it.
0: Hmm. Yeah, like they they don't even do like a joke where he's like doubting someone or something. Like it just seems Yeah. They like yeah Thomas.
2: This army uniform has like, spoons as protective armor, a tablecloth sash, and a pie tin fastener. I just want to point that out.
1: Yeah, it looks like uh, a suit of armor you would make in, like, kindergarten as, like, an arts and yeah. crafts thing. Uh, and, yeah, so King George decides, all right, I'm going to solve all these problems at once, because uh, I'm going to send Thomas to the war... And, buddy, I want you to put him on the front lines and have everyone but him retreat. Yes. Uh, And then, meanwhile, me and Lewis are going to go sneak into Thomas's abandoned house and steal that fucking duck.
0: So this is more like if he saw that dude's wife and then was like, I really want to fuck that dude's wife. Yep. I'm going to send that dude to die. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then, like, as soon as I send him out, I'm going to go to his house, and I am going to fuck his wife.
1: <laughs> right, yes. Uh, they do also, like, at this point, Bob as Louis uh, opens up a whole, like, like wardrobe full of ducks. Yeah. Which, again, when you remember what the ducks are a for, this all gets so strange. I mean, I mean, you
0: have so many great concubines.
2: Right. You can have sex with any of these, David. They they all are exactly like his wife.
0: Yeah. But he just... There's something about knowing that it's someone else's that makes it better.
2: God, I... Oh, I my God. Oh, boy. Just,
0: just... Be there with someone else's property, and I need to state this, property... <laughs>
1: This sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, anyhow, we get to the silly song. Yeah. Uh, Which, uh, this whole episode's a little off. This whole episode's a little weird. (laughs) They're, They're bringing some strange energy into the new millennium.
2: Yeah, uh... Yeah, it's, it's like about Larry watching a soap opera about manatees. One of them's named Barbara, one of them's named yeah. Bill, and he's just... Do we know that
1: Bill's to... a manatee? I don't think we do. I just assume he is for the well, sake of a pun. You know what they say about you, me, and assuming. Hmm. Oh, uh, what do they say, Luke? Uh... I don't remember. Anyhow, uh, yeah, he's okay. watching <laughs> this soap opera, and Barbara Manatee just wants to go to a ball, and she keeps getting turned down. And uh, every time she does, Larry like starts doing a whole elaborate dance and song with his stuffed Barbara.
2: <laughs> mm. I'm. He really loves his manatee waifu, and he's watching it. He's got with,
0: he's got a manatee body pillow,
1: basically. Yes, uh-huh. exactly. How close was he to having sex with this manatee doll?
0: If Bob did not walk
1: in... Yeah. He's got a
0: sock he's there. He's got a sock there.
1: Uh,
2: <laughs> I mean, it's not like he has feet. That's true.
0: The only, yeah, the only reason a sock should be there is for him to tug his little cucumber to.
2: Oh my god, what is happening? <laughs> Oh, no. Ashley, what? I wasn't gonna go that Ashley, far. Ashley, what's, what's going on with you this week? How you doing?
0: I've been kind of like an anxious, depressed mess. Uh-huh. And I think that has, hmm. like,
1: formed into, like, I'm just gonna fucking go. I mean, I'm saying this as if I haven't also joked about Larry the Cucumber masturbating on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'm... Uh yeah, it's, you know, <laughs> alright. Yeah, that Because you know what, we've seen him wear a sock before, and it was scaled up so he could fit it over his body. Yeah. That sock isn't scaled up, so you might be right, honestly. What else is that sock there for? Yeah, why Why uh, else
0: would they put that there? Now do you think, okay,
1: mm. well as long as we're going down this road, I guess... There's a box of tissues! <laughs> Wait, is there- <laughs> I just saw it! What?! It's on the table next to the couch! Alright, I guess if I'm being generous to them, it's like he's watching a soap opera so he needs tissues to, like, cry into. But... (laughs) But between the sock and the tissue, it sends a certain message. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to note uh, Chelsea is in the room with me. And uh, she can only hear my part of the conversation. And somewhere along the line, she uh, swiveled her chair around just to stare at me disapprovingly for all of this.
0: That's fair. (sighs) Uh, I will say that it now gives the shot from below, Larry, where you just see his eyes
1: gazing off into the middle distance. A whole new feeling. Well, okay. I do have to. Uh, as long as we're going down this path, I got questions. Yeah,
2: I, I wanted to ask what your original thing with like Jimmy
1: was. Wait, with what now? Because well, c- Matty's got way back. fat asses, and <laughs> oh There's yeah, that. yeah. I'm saying that yeah, he's clearly into fat asses. Ah, okay. and as far as vegetables go, gourds have pretty fat asses. Getting stared at Mm. some more. (laughs) A lot of judgment falling on me this time. And you know what? That's fair. I accept it. (laughs) Anyhow. The question I've I've been trying to get out now for for several minutes. um, We know that the vegetables have invisible telepathic hands, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. (laughs) I'm seeing where you're going. I just... Is it a case... Are these vegetables somehow not, you know, anatomically the same as what you'd get at your local grocer? Do they have some kind of genitalia that, like, unfurls from underneath their skin or something? Or... Mm. Are they invisible pre Or do they have invisible genitals that just kinda wag around constantly and we just can't see them.
2: Hmm. Harrowing questions on this episode. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh-huh. It's a lot. I I don't know if we're gonna come to a, a conclusion about that, uh, tonight.
2: I We're never going to. I distinct I'm suddenly remembering <laughs> Many years ago, I read, like, some forum post s- ma- talking about, like, show Bibles, and, like, this guy said, I'm gonna... I got a... got to be on VeggieTales. I got to work on an episode. Uh-huh. They gave me a show Bible. It just says, everything's the same
1: except their vegetables. Okay. Great. <laughs> uh, I- Man, if only we could pick that person's brain. They they could unlock these secrets of vegetable dicks. There are no secrets. What emojis do they use to represent
0: genitals? See, there they just have, like, actual penises.
2: (laughs) Oh my god, Ashley.
1: (laughs) I guess that makes sense. Hmm. Anyway, we're cutting away from Barbara Manity. Larry, you do whatever you want. Uh, I'm not here to kink shame.
2: Oh yeah, it, it ends just like Bob interrupting the song, and he's like, "What? What are you doing? Oh, we should watch. I'm just watching TV. You should read a book. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I'm not here to kink shame Larry the cucumber.
0: Yeah, like mm. I was wondering like why Bob was like so fucking weird about like like hey, you're watching too much TV. Read a book but now this makes more sense.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, he can hear Larry loudly yelling and singing and dancing and then walks in with him, like, hunched over this doll. Hmm. It's, yeah, Bob knows what's going on, and he'd prefer it not happen on the set of their TV show. (laughs) (sighs) Back in the world of King George and the Ducky... Uh, King George is all dressed up like, uh, like a robbery. Oh no, he's got like a beagle puss on.
2: Mm-hmm. Is that what those are
1: yeah, called? Yeah. Yes. We, we, we've Yeah, We know. Mm, uh.
2: I stopped reading after 2011 and forgot about that.
1: Yeah. It's, it's in there. Anyhow, he broke into Thomas's house and stole his ducky. And they mm. sneak all the way back to the castle and George has it, and he's like, ah, oh, it's the greatest ducky I've ever seen. Uh, and Louis is like, that's stupid. It's literally the same as every ducky. There's no difference. <laughs> yeah, just all ducks look the same. Now he does switch aroo the duckies. Oh. Doesn't he? Doesn't huh. he scoop up one and put it back in Thomas's house?
2: Uh I'm looking at the clip, and he just takes it out. He takes it out of the, the still-drawn bath with oh, you're a right, that, butterfly That's Thomas'
1: bath. You're right. I'm I'm getting mixed up. Yeah. I, I also we went by, but they're just a
0: very good sign of royalty one way, peasants the other. <laughs> yeah.
2: Hmm. Which yeah, yeah. I
0: posted on Twitter a bit ago now and said, "Man, this parasite remake."
1: <laughs> <laughs> God, they're, they're remaking that for America, huh? Huh.
0: Right after the director was like, hey, just listen to subtitles. Just
1: learn to read subtitles, guys. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, yeah, George is, is very proud of himself. He puts the ducky on a little pedestal with a spotlight on it and tells Lewis to go get a bath ready for him. But just then, wouldn't you know it? Uh, <laughs> he he survived. <laughs> the general comes back with Thomas, who is like struggling to stay standing, covered in pie tins and blueberry goop. Just imagine yeah. again. Uh, do the substitutions here. He's standing in front of these people, covered in viscera.
2: <laughs> yeah, viscera and or uh, like just
1: stuff. Just bullet casings and shit. Yeah, like, even if we Uh, accept that there's a difference between the vegetables they eat and the vegetables they are, it's like if you showed up to a royal audience covered in pig's blood.
2: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, uh... I... There was something I wanted to note. Which is just... I guess I... Yeah, Junior has PTSD, and also I assume... It seems like he single-handedly fought off an yeah, they army. Yeah, you
1: like, oh, well, he we did what you said, and you know what? The brave little guy just single-handedly won the war all by himself. I think... it's fucking... No, they didn't win the war. He, like, I think what
0: happened is they kept hitting him, and then they felt weird, <laughs> and then they left. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's... Just, I'm yeah, just, go ahead.
2: I was assuming just Doom Slayer, but with pies?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, mm. I, th- I distinctly remember when I was watching this yesterday as of recording this, uh. I had a moment where I'm like, okay, he's going to do something silly to get rid of, like, Thomas, because, you know, I know the story, but, like, they can't do that. Right. And then he goes, eh, send him for war. <laughs> send, send him to the front line and, uh, yeah, everyone else step back yeah and then he like and i'm like okay but like it's a like a silly pie war so that's like more okay i guess right and then you get this seed <laughs> and i'm like oh this is horrifying
1: yeah junior is just like Yelling random, like, uh, commands to non-existent, like, fellow soldiers about non-existent attacks they need to run away from. Yeah, and, and like,
0: Larry is like, what's happening with him? And the general is like, oh, he has overwhelming trauma. He'll never be the same again.
1: And, like, literal dialogue is oh, I'm afraid he's completely lost his mind from the war trauma. And Bob asks him, oh, no, that's horrible. How long will he be like this? Oh, it's hard to say. It might be for the rest of his life. I'm just like, what? (laughs) Yeah, what the fuck? And then they leave the room, and Larry's immediately just like, well, this all worked. This all came up, Larry. Happy ending for everyone. (laughs) Now that he's uh, completely... uh, like, lost his mind. He's not going to even miss the duck. And Bob is horrified. Yeah! Because yeah. he's fucking a monster! Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and then the door is open, and we get Paw Grape, who they call Melvin in this. And this is the name change I really don't get, because this character's name in the Bible is Nathan. Why couldn't they just call him Nathan? Melvin's funnier. So, so Melvin comes in and he says, "Like, yeah, it's me, Melvin, the guy who shows up sometimes to give you important lessons." Uh, I gotta talk about pot Grape for a second.
0: Yeah, okay. I, I feel like I also know where this okay. is going. I had the same thought.
1: I've kind of had a feeling about him for a while now, and I've been like. No, listen, cut Phil Vischer some slack. You don't want to jump to conclusions or... You pile a lot of shit on him. You don't need to to go for every cheap shot you can get. But he put more, uh, like, sauce on the curveball this time. He's really just doing, like, a stereotypical old Jewish guy voice for Paul Grape, huh?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I I got nothing else to add to that, but he is a different type of Jewish stereotype than Mr. Knezzar.
1: Right. Well, Mr. Khnezer is more of a visual stereotype. Yes. Whereas, mm. yeah, Paul is is voice voice wise. It's not great, especially you know we've talked about it before. Christianity. I mean, has he's a, Paul Grape. Yeah, Christianity has a weird relationship with. Stories from, uh, like, you know, the Jewish religion, like this one. And, uh, you know, that's not to say you can't, you shouldn't engage with them at all, because you kind of have to, because, you know, Jesus was Jewish. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a major thing. Uh, but there's ways to do it respectfully, and erasing all references to Judaism while also doing. A stereotypical Jewish voice doesn't seem like the way to do it. <laughs> yeah.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah. Not great.
0: No, it's... There's just a lot of awkward stuff going on here.
1: Yup. Uh, but yeah. Uh, Melvin gives King George the uh, the story pretty much straight from the Bible. Uh, you know, about a rich man who had lots and lots of sheep and a poor man who had a single lamb. And uh, the rich man had a guest, and instead of slaughtering one of his own lambs uh, for dinner, he stole the lamb from the poor man and slaughtered that. I, and,
0: I love that Larry is so shocked. Yeah. And horrified. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Even though... What he did is so much worse.
1: Well, here's the thing. That's, like, straight from the Bible. Here's the Bible verse with that. Uh, you know, the, the story gets told, and then uh, David, David burned with anger against the man and said to Nathan, As surely as the Lord lives, the man who did this must die. He must pay for the lamb four times over, because he did such a thing and had no pity. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright.
1: Like, just no That's self-awareness. Textual. Uh, and yeah, Larry realizes, after being explicitly told, that he is the man that he hates in the story. And, uh... I
0: kind of wish that Larry would... I never stole a (laughs) sheep. Right.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? (laughs) Uh, well, in some ways it is even more egregious in VeggieTales because of the substitutions they made in the story. Where, like, it is literally one-to-one instead of, you know... Mostly one to one. Hmm. (laughs) I guess the Bible also uh, substitutes Bathsheba with just uh, something not human. (laughs) Yeah. I guess so.
0: (laughs) Again, it's just, you know, they're just
1: property. You're just transitioning some property. Well, and again, you know, the Bible's old, and people thought that way for a long time, and it sucks. Yeah.
0: And there are still people who are like, Oh, because it's in the Bible, right? That's just how things are.
1: Uh huh. You you might think that uh, if you were modernizing this story and taking all kinds of creative liberties with it, you might uh, you know might might soften that aspect of it. Maybe you know give that character some more agency than what she has in the Bible story. But yeah, you know, rubber duckies are fun. Yeah. You know what, Luke? Yeah. Yeah. They are <laughs> uh, So Larry is uh, Realizes he needs To atone and uh, You know he didn't kill Junior in this version of the story So he can uh, uh, And I love that he goes underneath His bed Yeah, Like he has like they did it
0: Earlier but he has a bed that like Pops up
1: right right hmm. With, Like a trap door underneath yeah. Uh and he puts Junior in his nice giant bathtub with his rubber ducky. And uh turns out a nice bath is all you need to cure PTSD. Yeah. Yeah, that's self-care, baby. <laughs> right. <Yeah.
2: laughs>
1: uh and yeah, Junior's like, "Oh god, this is such a nice bath. Am I in heaven?" And uh Larry says, "No." And Junior says, "Oh god, that means the war still burns on." <laughs> Oh, I went to the other place.
0: (laughs) It's because I stole that rubber duck from, you know, Murray or
1: something. Right. And then we get the awkward thing we get in lots and lots of uh, uh, VeggieTales episodes where Bob just narrates the ending because they ran out of time or something. Yeah, something. Anyway, King George explained everything and apologized and Thomas forgave him and everybody was happy. The end. And the war still rages on. (laughs) The soul still burns.
2: (laughs) Also, weren't isn't a word. That's important. You need to know
1: that. They do more of that joke. Uh, And then we come back to the kitchen counter, uh, where they they talk about what they've learned. Uh, Jimmy and Jerry do the, like, QWERTY song, because they didn't get to do anything else. But...
0: You had a whole opening.
1: You had a whole intro. <laughs> I do <feel> like <laughs> that, like, they're they're both out of tune and, like, aren't in time with each other when they sing the song. Yeah. Uh, and we get a verse from Romans, uh, which is, what is it, Romans? Love each
0: other as brothers and sisters and honor others more than you do yourself. Romans 12.10. Tw- yeah.
1: Which,
2: sure. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, okay. Uh,
1: I've got the whole, like, chunk that's from. I'm not going to read all of Romans 12, but I'll read that part of it real quick. Uh, Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor, serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath, for it is written, it is mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will keep burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Mostly, like, yeah, yeah, there's like a bit there, like, wait, what? But then it goes back. (laughs) Yeah,
2: (laughs) yeah. Yeah.
1: Anyhow. (laughs) Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Uh, Romans is also kind of notoriously one of the uh, books that has some pretty strong uh, anti-gay sentiment in it. So that's yeah. Oh, that's not the best. That's not the part of it (laughs) that that that's in. But yeah. Yeah. All right then. I think we did it. I think we talked about an episode of Veggie Tales.
0: I think we did talk about, about oh.
1: an episode of Veggie Tales.
2: It ends with a bit about maybe the peas will be on next episode. Yeah. Uh
0: and they they, they come, ha- come out dressed up by, like Larry. Yeah, yeah. I am
1: Bob the Tomato. Bob.
0: <laughs> That's my pea doing an impression of Bob the Tomato. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for
2: your time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Excellent performance.
0: Uh, also, in that one, like, the P has, like, you can see a little bit of the paint coming off
1: of his... Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh,
0: we got some questions. Okay. Uh, Sean at Chum Percival asks, what bath implement would you sacrifice a child for? Hmm. Like a real good loofah. Okay, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah I feel like I don't need a lot To to have a good bath Like, I don't like baths, for one thing I'm a shower man myself Yeah, yeah Like, I just kind of need hot water, high pressure And just to be able to, like, lean against the wall And just, uh, disassociate for 30 to 45 (laughs) minutes
0: Just have the water rush over you So you're not sure if it's water or tears anymore (laughs) Hmm
1: (laughs) Yeah, I would say just like... I I guess I would sacrifice a child for just a nice high-pressure showerhead. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. How about... I don't know, I probably wouldn't sacrifice a child, but maybe... Something that could really just... Some real good pumice or something like that. Just get rid of all that dead skin.
1: What
0: else we got? Uh, from... Uh, Amelia with blank. What's your favorite unconventional bath toy as a kid? I remember playing with my Transformer toy all the time. Huh. Uh, It's been a while since I I can't really remember my (laughs) bath toys. It's,
1: Uh, yeah, it's not a bath toy. The closest I can remember is I had a lot of Earthworm gym toys as a kid. Speaking of VeggieTales and that (laughs) rat Mm. fuck Doug Tenable. Uh, Hmm. I had an earthworm gym that was like a scuba diver that had like a little like uh, you could like squeeze his backpack and then like let it go and it would like suck up water and then you'd like get a little water gun. Taking that in the pool was fun.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I took Bionicles into the bath with me it's when I was a kid because I
1: really liked Bionicles. I mean, sure.
0: Yeah. Not newly. Uh, hmm. I definitely... I did the opposite where I'd sometimes, like, take rubber duckies, like, out of the bathtub And just, like, use play with them in my room Uh-huh Uh, and I also remember, like, not teething, because it was, like, way long, like, after that But just, like, chewing on, like, the my rubber ducky, like, long after <laughs>
1: Yeah
2: Hmm That's, that's something uh... That's why I
0: got fucked up teeth, though <laughs> oh. Hmm. Uh, uh. From could we get at? Sorry, go ahead.
2: I was just gonna ask to if you could do another question. Yeah.
0: From at Pitmon is there a good way to joke about TTSD Like, oh, whoa! I cannot stand the feeling of being uh
1: surveilled. Twenty sixteen happens. Uh, my gut is that like okay. Asshole comedians will say, oh, you can joke about anything, and if you disagree, you're a whatever. I think you can joke about anything. I don't think you should. I think think anything could be joked about, but you need to have, like, the right perspective. Like, if someone with PTSD made jokes about PTSD, that's a lot different, you know? Yes. Yeah.
0: And, like, it's something that really makes it, like, hard to have those, like, conversations, like, with these douchebags. Yeah. Where it's like, no, I 100% believe you can joke about, like, trans people or PTSD right. or, like, it's just you gotta be funny, my man.
1: But you gotta be funny, and there are cases where it's like, yeah, that subject c- can be joked about, you can't joke about it, you know? Yes. Right. Like... I don't want to hear, like, a
0: het dude use the F-slur, or a white or a non-black person say the N-slur as part of a joke. Right. Unless it's a thing where, like, it's part of a sketch that was written by someone from the... Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, I get what yeah. you mean. It's, um, yeah. Like, Key and Peele having a sketch where a white dude says... Racially insensitive stuff is different than a white dude at a co- like comedy show, right?
1: Saying yeah, yeah, racially yeah. insensitive right. stuff. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
2: And yeah, I. You go ahead. I, I I think you're just saying everything I could have said. Uh.
0: So like, it's just something that I I have like this very strong memory, and I know that I'm preaching to the choir here about uh. I went to like a comedy festival, and it was like this like huge comedy festival. And there was like five big acts, and like I remember being very excited at the time because the main act was as he so "Sorry," and "Oh boy," "Hey," <laughs> no. "Oh boy," different times, <laughs> yeah, different times. Um, yeah. Uh, someone made a joke about uh trans people, mm-hmm. and. As part of that whole bit, they go, you can't joke about that anymore. And, like, (sighs)
1: everyone, like, was laughing and clapping. And I'm like, you can, clearly. Right. Yeah, that's always the thing, right? It's, let me get paid a million dollars by Netflix to talk about how no one will let me say things anymore. Yes.
0: And, like, yeah, that's not a new take. or It's just, like, I distinctly remember, like, that... Like super clear moment of You're in front of a Huge audience of people
1: Yeah
0: Yeah getting, Like applause for being da- Like for being so daring With this thing that like Everyone is
1: cool with Right
0: And like I remember like Walking out and feeling like mm, I really didn't like that part Right and, yeah Uh, People going like Well like no it's just like It's just a joke and then like them going But also I didn't like when that other person Like made those jokes about women It's like <laughs> Right Yep Yep
2: mm. That's a rough one Yeah Uh,
0: From at Lambda What's something cool Uh, Really cool Someone shared with you Um, oh, Gosh I, I would say uh, When Luke shared podcasting with me
1: Aw Shucks
0: you were the first person, you invited me on a podcast. I so dared you, you
1: to be on a podcast.
0: Well, there was the dare to be on a podcast, and then you also did invite me on our lost podcast that we shall never speak of again.
1: I'm trying to remember what you're even referring to. Uh, so are they giants or what? <gasps> oh, God, right. Yeah, wow. Yeah. We did do that, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to bleep out the go. name because I, you know, I, I don't yeah. know what we said. I don't want people looking it up. And I'm pretty sure it's still no on iTunes. I what you're talking about.
0: It's still on iTunes, and it was also... It has my dead name on it.
1: Oh, right. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Oh. that I remember that being a thing. Like I was slow editing it, and then you came... I came out. You came out, and, and it was like, well, now I have, like, five episodes banked up with your dead name. Maybe I should just throw these in the garbage.
0: Yeah, and we just never record it again. <laughs> yup. Hmm.
2: Uh... Yeah, I, I was going to say... Uh, I do like, like...
0: Sorry, I'm very sorry. <laughs> but I do like how you just deleted that out mo- that section from your brain. Like, yeah. no, that didn't happen.
1: Oh, God. It wasn't a good podcast. Yeah, no. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead, Dan. I I was just going to
2: say the time my godfather let me borrow his copy of Wind Waker. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah. Aw. Yeah.
1: Uh. Yeah, I had a friend in high school lend me Earthbound, which was at a time when like Earthbound cartridges were very rare. Because oh yeah, the, and that was cool.
0: I had a friend borrow a co- like I had like pre-ordered like it was either Twilight Princess or something, and they had those remakes of Ocarina of Time on GameCube. Yeah, which also had the Master Quest. Yep. And my friend was like... I had just gotten it, and my friend was like, Hey, I've never played Ocarina of Time. Can I borrow that, please? And... Hmm. I was like, okay, like, but like, I got a whole new Zelda game that's sure to be great. Uh-huh. Uh, So, and like, you know, I've played Ocarina of Time. I, got my, I still got my Instinct before. I'll, I'll let him borrow it. Right, right. And... Then... When I left for... Seattle... I, he like, hey, I, this is yours.
1: (laughs) Uh, I have the reverse of that story. (laughs) I was like, did you ever play it? And he was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Yeah, I I have the opposite of that story where, uh, they, around the same time, they put out a GameCube that had a disc that had every Zelda game up to Majora's Mask on it. as like a pack-in. And, uh... (laughs) I convinced my I had a GameCube Uh, I convinced my mom that a GameCube would be a good gift for uh, a cousin of mine for Christmas and uh, then when she got it uh, I cracked it open and took that discount and then sealed up the box again Oh my god (laughs)
2: Luke you monster
1: Yeah I'm not a
0: good person Luke, can I tell you a story about a
1: man and some sheep? (laughs) Yeah, no, I feel bad about that one. It was was the wrong thing to do. In my defense, I was like 12, and, uh, you know, hooking up the N64 to play Majora's Mask was kind of a pain in the butt, and it was a lot more convenient to have it on GameCube. Oh my god, and you had a copy of Majora's Mask? Uh, Maybe I traded it in by that point. I don't remember. Uh, oh my God! All right, uh, last one from at @girldickenergy. Truly, the fact that that version of the game had weird audio glitches because they didn't emulate the expansion pack more—that's the equivalent of uh, of David's uh, illegitimate son dying immediately after being born, <laughs> obviously. What's the like version of your son
0: cucking you? <laughs>
1: Uh, is that Twilight Princess? Uh, no, I'd say that's that episode of Let's Place where all the Book of Adora folks came on to uh, rig the votes in you favor of Zelda, what? Zelda that's Spirit exactly Tracks. It. Oh my God! Did, <laughs> that is, is
2: Hawaii. Is that what Spirit Tracks was number one for a while? Yeah, er,
1: like all three hosts of the Book of Adora came on uh, with the explicit intent to collude and put a bullshit Zelda at number one. I I don't think Hmm. that they think that's a bullshit Zelda. They don't think it's a bullshit Zelda, but they also know it's not the number one game. (laughs) And, like, they picked Spirit Tracks over, say, Ocarina. Yeah. Uh, Anyway. No,
2: I'd pick Spirit Tracks over Ocarina. (laughs)
1: Let's not get into this. Let's not.
0: We already have contentious topics with talking about religion. (laughs) Talking about your favorite Zelda, that's just out there. I
2: mean... Have I ever... Have you ever heard of the Ethan McManus Church of Gaming? Oh, wow. Hmm.
1: Alright, uh,
0: last question. My is answer was gonna
1: be no, and then suddenly my brain lit up like a wildfire because I realized what you were saying. Uh, <laughs> it's it's December weenmas, mas Winter from, ween-mas, whatever the fuck that's, it's called. That's in like two weeks. From at girl
0: dick energy, I'm finishing this fucking podcast. <laughs>
1: Y'all ever do show and tell as a kid what you bring in? Oh, man. I mean, the answer is yes, but I don't remember what I ever brought in. Uh, I remember
0: we had it, like, a thing where it's, like, each kid would do it, like, on a certain week. Oh, sure. And I remember, and it was, like, a graded thing, but, like, just, like, you had to bring something in. Yeah. Uh, and my friend, the same friend from the earlier, uh... Ocarina of Time story uh, He was like I'm so screwed I didn't bring anything And I was like well okay man You're (laughs) Good luck (laughs) And he went up in front of the entire class And he was like I have brought a talent
1: Oh boy Uh, Uh
0: I have the ability To pull my heart Into my mouth And then he did a thing Where he like Put his tongue up against, like, and, like, stuck it up in his mouth. Uh Uh-huh. So it was, like, the whole underside veiny and all that.
1: Right, and then kind of, like, flexed it to look like it was beating.
0: Yeah. Boy. And then, like, he, like, sat back down next to me and I was like, why did you come up, like, why did you do a real, like, thing you could do? (laughs) Like, why why come up with, like, this weird lie?
1: (laughs) I mean, that sounds like something I would have done. Yes, it definitely I would have believed him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The, the same friend also believed that Spy Hunter the get the like PS2 game was something that you were actually controlling. Wait, what?
1: What do oh you mean? God.
0: That like like there was a car out there. <laughs> Wait, what? I think he had just seen The Last Starfighter or something. Okay, yeah.
2: Uh-huh. Oh my god.
0: And so he was like, a-
1: assumed that
0: was real.
1: Why are there so many things where that's the plot? Like, Last Starfighter, Ender's Game, fucking war games. Like, why were people so anxious about the idea that if you played a video game it might reflect reality somewhere else you know what drone warfare video... exists now so i guess uh, they were <laughs> yeah. right that i should shut the fuck up <laughs> i was going to say cuz video games
2: were new and scary at the time uh
1: i yeah i
2: yeah i do not remember at all uh of any show and tells in my childhood just none whatsoever
0: yeah, like, I, I remember a lot of, like, school stories from other people, mm-hmm. but I myself don't have like, have, like, if you ask me to, like, name some memorable stuff from school, I'm like, yeah. Oh. Yeah,
1: the closest thing to show until I can remember is we were supposed to come in one day dressed up like the career we wanted when we grew up, and I okay. wanted to uh, be a video game engineer, which was the only, that's what my parents told me that was what that job was called.
2: Because yeah. uh, they didn't know.
1: Uh and <laughs> like I was like, Well, how do you dress up for that? That's just kinda Yeah just a shirt, like you don't have a u- like I don't have a lab coat for that. And my mom's solution was to uh very tightly wrap all of my game controllers around me. <laughs> <laughs> like, like like slung over my shoulder, wrapped around my waist. That's where you're gonna look,
0: Luke.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's 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 what, I Yeah, that's what you do when you join Nintendo. Yeah, that, that might have been that's the original whatever.
1: Luke look. <laughs> yeah,
0: I also, that's what I everyone's said, Uncle uh, like. look Luke. Yeah. Uh, and also, yes, that is what we have to wear at Nintendo <laughs> every single day.
1: I think in her mind, the idea is, like, less that that's a uniform and more that, like, ah, oh, I've been down in the video game mind so long, I'm all, like... You know, in the way a coal miner might be covered in soot. You know, <laughs> you just <laughs> i just so tangled in up in the game controllers.
0: You just go down deep into the gang mines and, like, oh, that's Gary. He got trapped in the wires and never came out. <laughs> now I'm just picturing the fucking, uh, like, you know, the oh, the like, not night before Christmas. The fucking Ebenezer Scrooge. Christmas Carol. Yeah. The fucking dude wrapped in chains was just
1: video game controllers. <laughs> oh, boy. We, we don't talk about Farley. He, uh... He got 8-bit long back in 86, and, uh... <laughs> <laughs> These... Yeah.
2: Cha- these controllers I must bear through an- the afterlife <laughs> for all the news and- <laughs> <laughs> I've Oh, my God. Uh... Uh, my a friend of mine posted on Discord a Control Alt Delete Ten Commandments, and I'm just gonna oh. <laughs> post that. All right,
0: right uh, now. While you're doing that, I just want to say that Marley had gotten his last game over is the opening line of that book.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just you're just describing an Ernest Klein's Christmas Carol. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things. Fi- <laughs> What? <laughs> 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 the Ghost of Christmas past is just like Atari and Nintendo. The Ghost of Christmas present is like, it makes him play Call of Duty and it's like a great time. And the Ghost yeah. of Christmas future, he's got to play Fortnite. Ugh.
0: I, I just got reminded of when a Vape Happy Giants lyric was attributed to Ernest Klein.
1: Wait, which one?
0: Because he had, like, put it in a book. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. And also, this is... I remember this, and I fucking despise it.
2: (laughs) Okay. I'm just gonna also post this in the Discord. Just a purpose of nothing. Just something for people to look at. Uh... Hmm... What is? Where is the server? Oh
1: my God! The quote you're talking about is "No one in the world ever gets what they want," and that is beautiful.
0: Yes, <laughs> it's it's in Ready Player One, and. Uh, anyway, here's the con- uh, commandments of gaming. Gaming is the holy pastime. Thou shalt not have outdoor activities before thee
1: <laughs> Okay. Uh,
0: thou shalt not be fanboys in the name of game in gaming. Well, buddy, <laughs> you've already. I feel like you've already gone against that one. Yeah,
1: you wrote a religion about video games. I think you broke that commandment. I think by writing that commandment down, you've broken it. See, the thing is, this was back in like the the console war days. Right, so he's saying no Xbox or PlayStation loyalty. We're all gamers.
0: Yeah, and they just all put all of their hatred... They put aside their differences and just went against the true enemies gays and women right yeah
1: (laughs) jack thompson he's the devil
0: (laughs) it's like when you see everyone like these fucking dudes going like i think jack thompson had some ideas like right ideas though (laughs) about like (laughs) queer games it's like all right (laughs) Uh uh-huh
2: do you do you remember when gta 4 made the statue of liberty equivalent (laughs) Gave, they gave it Hillary Clinton's face because she said something mean about video games around that time. That sounds yeah. about
1: right. You know, this is not a gaming podcast. I'm, I'm starting to worry we might be alienating some people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some well, deep cuts. Uh, uh, this is the
2: Church of Gaming.
0: Honor thy PC and thy console. Thou oh, shalt not okay. uh, kill SEAL. Okay. Thou shalt not frag without gloating in the aftermath. What? Thou shalt lose graciously. Thou shalt not bitch nor whine when frags. <sighs> Thou shalt accept thy dice roll as the will of the gods. Thou shalt teabag only in the wake of unquestionable ownage. Thou shalt not cheat nor support the farming of gold. Oh boy, when that was our big theory. <laughs> Thou shalt not cover thy neighbor's rocket launcher. Th- Thou shalt not cover thy neighbor's epic mounts, Nor his video card, nor his high score. Know thy group function, the DPS shall avoid aggro, thy tank shall not attempt to DPS, thy mage shall not forget mana potions, and thy healer shall not go AFK without notifying thy group. (sighs) (sighs) Limited edition, blank out of a hundred.
1: Ashley. Yeah. It's me, your old podcasting partner, Luke. I must now carry these chains (laughs) around my (laughs) neck. You have a a blue yeti around your neck. Because you Uh, killed me, Ashley.
0: Why?
1: Why did you read all that dumb control alt delete shit on our VeggieTales podcast? Luke,
2: before you... Please respect...
0: Before you, you go, can... where can we find you if I need to tell, talk to you again,
1: spirit? You can find me on Twitter at @ssjspeedracer. You can also <laughs> find my other podcasts on audioentropy.com such as Let's Place, an actual gaming podcast where we rank every video game ever made. This That's is your my true shade. This is my <laughs> <laughs> These are my true chains. Ah, uh, There's also Teenagers with Attitude, which is about Power Rangers. And you and I, I believe by the time this is being released, we'll have started a new podcast called Reprise Kids. Yes, that's true. We weren't supposed to do that podcast. You will be visited by three ghosts this wintering, Miss Ashley.
0: (gasps) (gasps) Wait, I see something. Are are you the guest of podcast presence? No, it's just me. I'm tired uh, of doing the bit. (laughs) No, I'm going to continue the bit, Luke. You're going to be Dan. (laughs) Dan, where can we find you online?
2: You can find me at at Mike underscore Dawson with a zero on on Twitter. You can find me at uh, my comedy blog at Xbox underscore Holiday, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. Happy AGDQ, Xbox. Uh, you can find my art blog at art with a zero dot Uh And I recently opened up Coffee Commissions or Kofi, however you pronounce it. Uh, that's at, uh... Uh, let me just grab the link. Yep, uh, that's at, uh, Kofi.com uh, slash Mike Dawson with a zero. And, of course, I do a podcast about Yu-Gi-Oh! called Pod of Greed. Uh, we just, uh, had our... We just recently had an episode about, uh... Our games of the years and of the decade. Uh, it, it's it's a good podcast and you should listen to it. Um, yeah, I think that's everything I need to plug right now. Uh, all right,
0: all right. Um,
1: yeah, Ashley, how about I, you? I guess it's wait, Spirit. No. Why won't you say anything? No, we we we. Are, I dropped the bit already. Spirit,
0: <laughs> who who are you pointing at?
1: I what do. <laughs>
0: But but, th- but that's my account Why are all these podcasts on hiatus I thought of, What is your pro You first I thought of this
1: joke before you finished the bit Luke And I wasn't going to give it up <laughs> I got tired of shaking my keys into the microphone
0: Yeah like I was a fucking baby or something <laughs> Well you kind of are Okay <laughs>
1: Where where can people find you? I want to go to sleep.
0: You can find me at your with an underscore Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. You can find me at uh, audiohp.com along with Luke with all the other great podcasts on there such as It's a Podcast After All. It's about theme parks. Uh, And you can also find me at haydacackle.com. A while ago now I've released my Game of the Year list from 2019. A lot of good stuff. Yeah. Uh, my Patreon at patreon.com/slash Minor. Yeah, give Ashley some money, so I can give it to you. Boy, what day is it?
2: <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's wintering it's, this morning,
0: sir. Then there's ma'am. still time. Go to the game stop and get all the games you can buy with fifty dollars. Like <laughs> go two. go
1: and buy the largest Xbox, the one as big as me. Yes. <laughs>
2: All right. I'm really sorry about accidentally saying sir That was just for the bit yeah. It wasn't intended no, that it, way No it was
0: totally fine it's good Let's get out of here uh, Until next time remember that God loves you very much Even if he doesn't love us No
1: no 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 not tonight <laughs> He loves mm. you though And so do we And so do we so do we